Yeah, but 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 we don't. We got this new thing, Dan. We don't actually start the podcast at all. We don't introduce anything. It just it just it just starts with us talking. We're two star podcast. We are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Posh and white and southern too. We're the really middle class crew, all with different things to say on internet's pretender waves, steamports, wanking claws and Berlin's Graham and his friends. Graham, he's a cheeky chum, imagining things in football men's bums. Adam likes to have a moan about politics and Apple phones. Daniel likes erotic fanfic and looking at big ball dick pics. Christopher has bad internet. Fopaloon brown oak. We're two star podcast. We are great. Talking crap and planning hate. We don't do bants because we're not lads. A comedy accents are very bad. All with different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Poo and farts and dick pic nudes. Graham and his co-accused. We're two-star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes swaps to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say. Intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters a bell end. Graham and his friends. Yeah! Brown note solo. I have a technical question to ask. Can I, as, as the podcast leader, mute Chris on occasion? No. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, good afternoon, listeners, or morning, or evening, or dead. Wait, night, wait, wait, you wait. Are you you're actually going to start the podcast? You weren't listening. We don't we don't do that anymore. Chris, Chris, Daniel is driving. <laughs> That's. Daniel, respect so, the new regime. That's so 2016, actually saying who you are and where you come from. Well, we are we are still in this godforsaken yeah. year, and and Dan is very much behind by the default. wheel. Um, yes, for all the danger that that brings along with it. Indeed, um, this is the Two Star Podcast. This is episode 79. It will be a review of our predictions for 2016. Spoiler alert: We suck. Um, I'm here with my good friends, Adam. Oh, hello, that's me. Graham? Good friend is generous. Well, I like to think of you that way, and I'm sure that you think of me that way. And Chris? Do you know that uh, you did the Driving on the Predictions episode, episode 30? I mean, driving is an over-exaggeration there, sort of vaguely pointing a soapbox down. Passed out behind the wheel. Yes. Yes, that's Daniel's. uh, It's Daniel's thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm drinking now. I was drinking then. What are you going to do? Oh, you're not, you're not drinking on the podcast. That's very unprofessional. It is very unprofessional. I am drink driving, and I'm I'm not ashamed. Look what happened last week. Yes. Last week was uh, a triumph. Well, it w- it might have been, except I got bored halfway through. So, um... so, so you um, won't have heard what we have on your behalf to buddy partner. I've still no idea what this buddy partner shit is, but we'll find out later. Now we need we should do this we should do this first, shouldn't we? Um, because we didn't think of a reply. No, no, we, we do need to reply. That's to him. important because he. Kept him hanging. This is sort of two weeks ago now, and he'll be thinking my new friend hasn't 
hasn't responded. He won't understand. So... He swiped right, and he's still just... Uh, it's very bad etiquette. Okay, yeah. I'm doing the 2016 predictions first, because I'm driving and I want to. So, um, yes, I gather we... Have we done 2017 predictions yet? No. Okay, are we going to do that this week or next week? Well, well you're in charge. It'll be too late then. next week. It'll be 2017. Right, okay, so we'll do them on the same categories this time, and it'll be fun. There is there is statistically no chance that we could do uh, First Celebrity Death of 2017 next year, uh, next week and not already have multiple deaths. Yeah, well, we 2017 like, might be different. Well, my, did, if you, I posted my theory on Twitter the other day. Did you see it? I did see it. I probably did, but I didn't. I don't know. What was it? Well, my th- my uh, theory is that there'll be a big twist, and in 2017, no celebrities will die. Mm. So January, it'll be great. We'll all be really happy. And by March, it will start to feel like something's a bit wrong. Uh, reality TV is going to continue to bring new celebrities to the fore, as it does. Mm. And by July, there's going to be too many of them. Heat Magazine will have to go to three issues a week. <laughs> the Daily Mail, sidebar of shame slowly grows to take over the whole front page and then by October we're missing the heady days of 2016 so Cobra have to meet in early December and they declare a state of emergency but luckily three days before Christmas Trump will launch his second unilateral nuclear strike and he'll hit China White's uh, uh, trendy nightclub where 60% of the celebrities <laughs> are holed up so the balance will be restored and everyone will grudgingly agree that it is probably for the best and they'll agree a quota for 2018 Excellent. Well, I think that is our first. That that is going to be our official 2017 celebrity death prediction. Um, there won't be any. There won't be any until Trump launches his assault on China White. Yeah, but by that time, um, it, I mean you couldn't say who was first to die because well, no, exactly. So, so it, it's going to be group. It'll be all of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for 2016, uh, the first thing we attempted to predict was dead celebrity, and um, we. I don't think really anticipated the cavalcade of doom that 2016 provided. Uh, we were completely wrong. We um, we guessed Katie Hopkins, Keith Lemon, um, and Bruce, and none of them died. Basically, every other celebrity did die. Well, well hang on, hang on, Dan. Yep, there are still two days left. Yeah, we could still Ooh. get them. But we did we did say they'd be first. Yeah. Yes, that's true. And they are uh, at best. But la- last is as good. Sorry. Yeah. Last is as good. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, we also predicted which would be the first major company to have a mass data breach. Uh, we were actually pretty close here. Fuck, that was a really boring thing to predict, wasn't it? It was. We guessed yeah. Ryanair or a major retailer, and Tesco, Sage, and 3 all got hacked. So, yeah, we're quite smart. I, um, don't, I don't want to alarm you, but um, I'm not sure the listeners are going to really, really be that involved with this. I mean, I'm on the podcast and I'm looking at dick pics. So, yeah, but Chris, that's all you do. <laughs> they do get Buddy, funny. Buddy Partner has, um, well, okay, well, you'll we'll do your bit first, but we have to talk about Buddy Partner. We will at some point in 2017. Um, skipping over the boring ones again. Uh, first football team to sack their manager. I was actually right. I guessed Steve McLaren, and it was. And Adam's pick of Remigard was second. So um, who who was he the manager of? Uh, Steve McLaren was Newcastle, and oh. Remigard was Aston Villa. I see. So I mean, despite us being possibly the least qualified podcast in the world to make sports predictions, we were nonetheless most accurate with our sports predictions. We were, as I understand it, it was a very obvious prediction, wasn't it? 
it, yes. it really was. But let's let's not take that away. I think from it was us. an easy call. Well, we're taking it away from Dan because it was his. Okay. Oh man. Um, we attempted to predict who would have the first celebrity Twitter mil- Twitter meltdown, and then completely forgot to keep track of celebrity Twitter meltdowns. Uh, we did unfortunately guess President Obama, which couldn't really have been more wrong. So let's yeah. skip over it was that. Actually, uh, David Bowie wasn't it? Yeah, mm, possibly. Um, we also, in the slightly boring category, first announced unnecessary movie remake. Uh, we guessed Ferris Bueller's Day Off or The Breakfast Club. Have there been any particularly horrific? Movie remakes announced this year? Yes. Uh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was did they announce um, Memento this year? Oh, yes. That's a yes. stupid one to do, isn't it? Yeah. But you you talked about this one in the last a year ago. Mm. Oh, so did we talk about Memento do... a year ago? You, yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, so that wasn't announced this year. And Dan, um, Dan made a really funny joke that he uh, he um, didn't know what it was. Oh yeah. And then it, then it transpired it wasn't a funny joke. He genuinely he didn't just know what it was. was. Oh right, yeah. There was another one fairly recently that was announced um, that everyone well, was just sort Disney, of confused. Disney by. are doing all their live action remakes of all of their animated shit. They're not really. So they've remakes. already done Jungle Book, and now they're doing like Beauty and the Beast, and they've announced Mulan. Have they actually um, cast a Chinese actress for Mulan? Uh, yes, they're doing an, int- an all-Chinese cast, apparently, because they realised it would probably be pretty bad if they just cast a bunch of white people. I think uh, I think uh, Fisher Stevens would be up for playing Mulan. Who's that? He is the he plays uh, the Asian guy in Short Circuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'd probably be, he'd be yeah. good with that. New fad food. Uh, we guessed parsnips, which are really dull. We were just discussing with Adam before we started. We can't really think of a fad food for 2016 apart really from... Avocados, isn't it? Yet. Was it avocados? Well, they they exploded in 2016, didn't they? Not literally. That would be terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past this year. No. <laughs> um, and finally, my, my favourite prediction that we made, which would be uh, first animal that David Cameron fucks. Uh, we guessed pandas, and I have seen nothing to persuade me that we are wrong. Well, they are no longer endangered, and that surely has to be related. Yeah. I mean, historically they've had problems breeding, but if Cameron's been helping out... Yeah, he's been going at it, uh, and he saved the pandas. But he also fucked them, so... He does have a lot more free time now. Yeah. I heard he's going to be head of NATO. Which would be quite hilarious. Oh, God. Well, I mean, it's going to be... It doesn't matter, because NATO's not going to exist in about two months' time once Trump gets involved. Along with the rest of us, life on Earth and the human race. So, um, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, that's a secondary. Yes, I would. I wouldn't worry about future appointments to any organisation. No, and that was basically what we predicted for 2016. So, apart from me and Steve McLaren and Adam and Remy Gard, we kind of suck. Um, sorry, guys, but I think we knew that already. I mean, in our defence, 2016 was a hell of a year. This is true. I don't think anyone really saw it coming. No, it was an anomaly, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Starship Troopers. That's what they're remaking that they shouldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds awful. Are they remaking it? Are they remaking it in the same style as the original, or are they remaking it in the style of the book? I don't know. I'd like to see one more faithful to the book would be quite good. Well, given that the book is about fascism and yeah. is largely pro, it does seem a movie of its times. And you know, given the movie making trend to have 
every film be a super gritty version of, you know, it it, it seems inevitable, frankly. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I like, I love the film, but I don't know there's that much in it that would benefit from a remake. And Well, it's never stopped them before. Well, no, but I mean, I, I don't, what, what would you even do with it? Apart from maybe like get some people who could do acting. Remake it badly with a like slightly more famous cast. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean the thing is, I I kind of like the movie because okay, most of it was very silly, but they did sort of have a lot of fun poking fun at the fascism in the book. Yeah, and I worry that a remake will go all serious and gritty and try to be like Aliens or something. Yeah, maybe. And just completely miss the point. I think it was one of the best science fiction films I saw when I was young. I yeah. thought it was absolutely great. I think it's one of those things. That I, I think I went to see it with you guys when we were like 15 or something, and we, we'd snuck into an 18 somehow. And, uh, oh, okay, fine. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of the first... They just had some tits and exploding aliens. Yeah. And quite a lot of gore. I mean, fake crap. Alien gore, mostly. Well, quite a lot of human gore as well. Well, true. These days, I believe it probably would have been described as uh, scenes of peril. Yes. <laughs> Extreme peril, I would yeah. venture. I mean, the man getting his legs eaten off was pretty pretty perilous. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember it being like the first properly adult, which is a strange way to describe Starship Troops, I realised, film that I ever saw in the cinema. So yeah, it has a special place in my heart somehow. Hmm. Despite the fact that in many ways it was awful. I'm not sure I can really remember the film because my, my memory has been corrupted by the Futurama episode. So... <laughs> Yeah. I can't. I can't pull apart what what is happened in Futurama and what happened in the film. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the balls were in Starship Troopers. No. Yeah, but then there's also the episode where there's the uh, where Brannigan sort of destroys all those space spiders, and that's mm, kind of yeah, that's, that's kind of filtering in a little bit. Yeah. So I think it's good that they're making another one doing a remake for people like me i mean you could just watch the original again couldn't you i watch the old one again yeah wouldn't that be well, easier than getting hollywood to remake it well it wouldn't be on at the cinema would it well if they want to do that for me then that's fine but i probably wouldn't be bothered to go and find the old one so it probably is well, easier just for them to do it do it again I mean, it's probably evens that it's on Channel 5 right now. <sighs> That's a lot of pressing buttons, isn't it? I just It's, it's like when I need to Google something, I just, just wait until I happen to find Bing. Yeah. And I think I just need to just sit in the cinema until it comes on again. And then I'll watch it. So that was our 2016 predictions. So, moving on from that, Chris, I gather you have something very important you want to talk about. Uh, which is, of course, your nomination uh, for Bell End of the Week. Oh well, now I'm confused. Now that's ambiguous. Do you, yeah, do you mean do you yeah. mean Buddy Partner? You don't. You don't really see um, uh, Buddy Partner's Bell End. I mean, his art wouldn't work if his Bell End was visible, would it? No. So yeah, I do want to talk about someone who has annoyed me this week. But first of all, uh, we should talk about Buddy Partner because he's 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 created some more art, Daniel. And, oh, wonderful! Uh, you should go there. there there's some. The nice, I'm just opening um, up. Rate my dick. Yeah, Dan, if you don't um, let us do this now, we're just going to sit and look at pictures of penises until you uh, let us talk about it. 
I was trying to build in some comic tension here, but fine, there we can do this is, now. There is whatever. enough comic tension in the, the picture where he's inserted a banana, uh, oh, which is comical. <laughs> but but also there is quite a lot of tension because it's quite large to, to yeah. fit under the foreskin. He does have a very baggy foreskin, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, and I've he's done a nice... This... There's a new uh, comment on his first picture, which is, I love a fully intact, horny snake dick. Impressive. <laughs> oh, he's done a Christmas one. He's done a Christmas one. Isn't that yeah. nice? Oh, lovely. He got oh, really 2017, low rating, it I... says on the bauble. I'm going to give yeah. that a 10. I gave it a 10 oh, as well. Lovely. Yeah, lovely dick. Lovely bauble. <laughs> um, and I like the one with the, um, the mousetrap. Oh, that doesn't look comfy. No, but but if you read it, there's a little joke that he's he's sort of gone into. I don't know. It would be better than paint, I imagine. Some kind of photo editing, and he's written a little a little joke about getting. Oh, caught dreaming about other uncut dick. Yeah. yeah. He's got really weird pubic hair. It's sort well, of in a little circle right at the top of the shaft. But none anywhere around it. You saw it is a Brazilian. I think he shaped that. I don't think that's that's how well, it came no, out. Of the yeah, box. I mean, yeah, but it's a weird thing to shape it into, really. Yeah. So. Well, the banana is um, is delicious. Welcome <laughs> to him for that. Yeah, I, mean, I think that that probably of all the things we've seen took the most effort. I'd hope so, or maybe it just came out of his dick. But anyway, we do we do need to reply, don't we? Did do you get email notifications from uh, this website? No. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh no, because that would be that would be into the two star podcast email. Yeah. No, it's into Dan at two star podcast, which forwards on to Dan's really email address. Does it? Does it? Oh, yeah, okay. I've done so before. Oh, well, or maybe it's Dan. Does mine forward on to mine? Uh, yeah. Okay, Chris. which one? Chris at Two Star Podcast. Would you want me to give out your real email address? Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, to, to whatever right. that one is. So, if anyone wants to contact Chris directly, presumably to your Gmail, uh, it's one. Chris at Two Star Podcast UK. Send him some dick pics. So, anyway, Dan, the other yeah. week we uh, did you your, as your Christmas present. Mm-hmm. We registered an account under the name Daniel Mercer Ten. Excellent. Uh, and you left a little comment on... Can you remember the picture of a weird sort of device with some wires coming off it? Sounds uncomfortable. Anyway, it's a thing for electrocuting your dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wrote, Great dick, forgive me, but what is the device into which it's inserted? Big fan, follow all your pics, do you take requests, get back to me, D. Uh-huh. And then he responded to say what it was. And then he asks you, are you uncut as well? And you haven't yet replied. Um. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like... fairly simple yes or no question, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to answer honestly. You can uh, be <laughs> whoever you want on the internet. <laughs> it's true. I am. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but we could respond so far. Mark I think at this point, up, they didn't cut off the foreskin and just leave it ambiguous. <laughs> No, I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like my penis doesn't want to be 
be pigeonholed by these <laughs> binary Okay, well, maybe I could reply and say, frankly, that's none of your business. <laughs> Just be quite rude to him. I'm happy to do no. that for you. I know, you can only be rude to him. I could ask him what... I don't understand the question. <laughs> yeah, can do. No, I don't understand the question. That's probably a good one. Uncut like uncensored? Yes, very good. And uh, you can leave a request for an item to be um, shoved up there. So what what would you like to, him to shove up his foreskin? Um, well, I think in honour of what I'm doing now, a shot glass. <laughs> okay, or a bottle of boot, if he's feeling um, ambitious. He he has already done a, a miniature. Oh, well, a full time. A little miniature vodka bottle. Are you doing shots, Dan? I was doing shots. I'm now doing beer. Why were you doing shots? Because we're I'm... literally drowning in Christmas alcohol, and I um I have to drink it. Otherwise, it might go off. <laughs> You're just at your dad's house. Just <laughs> oh yeah. dear. This is what the the Christmas break is about for me. I eat too much. I drink too much. <laughs> um. Why aren't you at work this week? Because I've got the time off. Okay, but what? How? What if? What if the NHS changes whilst you're away, and there's no one there to manage it? Well, they they can't. Been there, there, there is no change when that's out. Okay, right. I've drafted a reply. Uh, it says it's complicated. I'm part cut. Brackets don't ask. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then it says, "I'd love to see a pic of you with a uh, blank up your foreskin. Could you do that?" So, what should we replace blank with? Well, I think shot glass was he had. Well, he has done the miniature bottle, no. hasn't he? So, uh, all right. Um, toy car, but, and he's in America. Well, um, I don't know. I assume so. Oh, I would like a uh, uh, Lego man. Uh, that's quite easy. He wouldn't even mm. see that as a challenge. You'd be insulting him. Okay. Actual man, I can't. I'm. It's it's a very specific thing, isn't it? I'm looking around the room I'm in, trying to see something that is, um, small enough that it would fit, but big enough that it would be a challenge. It has to be achievable, and, but impressive. Uh, yeah, but but also also sort of entertaining and playful because that's that's his oeuvre, mm. isn't it? A lemon. Lemon. I think you might have done a lemon. Oh, um, well, yeah. it's not my fault. It's your stupid bit. Um, well, it's. I mean, it's down to you to edit it in something salvageable. I mean, you you realise there's a very real possibility. I'm just going to hack this out for the sheer fun of it. Uh, oh. da, 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 what else? What else? Um, a uh, what? A pen knife. That's quite threatening. I think that is a, a death threat. A paintbrush. <laughs> paintbrush, great. great. I leave it in capitals because I wrote I wrote blank in paintbrush. So I write paintbrush in. Uh, oh well. Okay, and then I think I think if he does that, then I think you have to request it the other way round. So, because he's he's either going to go bristles first or. Bristles uh, at the end. Yeah, you could just say, "Oh, it's all right." No, I'm thinking it would be the other way. I suppose yeah. you can't do that, can you? Mm. Come on, what are you, chicken? Depends what sort of paintbrush he goes for as well, doesn't mm. it? I suppose it does. I'm hoping he'll go for like um, the wide six-inch <laughs> um, 
you know, centre of the wall brush. So what one you do do a shed with? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I don't want any of this corner bullshit. Hopefully he goes for a used one. Yeah, well, yeah. You'd hope so, wouldn't mm. you? Actually, I, I think paintbrush is a very good choice because I think if we're going to develop our foreskin fetish further, sort of <laughs> painting supplies... Yeah, painting yeah. supplies, I think, is quite a good niche um, avenue to go down. And then we could eventually get to the point where we're asking, could you just take a picture of the paintbrush without the penis in it? <laughs> and make it make it clear that that's the bit that interests us. <laughs> well, I mean, there's sort of rollers, isn't there? <laughs> Mini rollers. And, I mean, you can uh, have... Sort of the end of a easel leg or something. Oh, you're, I'm thinking sort of more like when you would paint a room, not oh, paint, I see, uh, room decorating supplies. Well, I yeah. mean, why rule out the uh, like the art and crafts section? Mm. Um, it's a bit bit small. What about a corking gun? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I I look forward to I look forward to hearing back about that. Yeah, we'll report back soon. Yeah, cool. So, is that everything you wanted to cover for buddy partner? Yeah, think, yeah. Do you want to hear so. about my my nomination for Bell End of the Week? I do want to hear about your nomination for Bell End of the Week. Well, Is it another dick on RateMyDick.net? <laughs> uh, it's Alex eighty. We haven't heard anything about him. <laughs> no, it's, true. it's uh, Richard Hammond who who said some things about how he thought eating ice cream as a as a grown man was gay. It's and such a weird I just sort of think, stereotype, what? isn't it? But it's not. Is it? I, I don't. I've never heard anybody imply that eating ice cream as an adult was in any way gay. It's, that's the first time, literally, I've ever heard anybody kind of yeah. make that connection. If you're gonna, if you're gonna make that, a homophobic insult, I mean, then fine, do what you like. Thinking, but you know, I've, I've, I've had like you know, glitter and musical theatre and you know, show tunes and fucking dick. But yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not but, gay. That's just uh, curious. Yes. Only as only as an adult. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that annoys me about this is that I I get the sense that Richard Hammond sort of thought, oh, I wonder what my stupid audience who I detest would find amusing, and yeah. I'll say that it's a bit like stuff Donald Trump came up with, uh, and it's a little bit like Zach Goldsmith's mayoral campaign. Mm. So I sort of think he probably wouldn't think that himself and say that himself he just sort of thought this will play well to the top gear audience it just seems like a sort of random non sequitur like it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense are we sure that this isn't us losing and now talking about what well, the show he's on because he said something great he, he's basically doing a lesser spotted katie hopkins here and just well yeah i mean that's the ultimate goal i suppose isn't it yeah but it, it's it's weird because it's such a weird thing that obviously a scriptwriter came up with this and and the other two said, I'm not having that, that's a really stupid thing, and he said, I'll do it. But he always seemed the least cunty of them. And uh, I don't know, if, if any of them were going to be a homophobe, if Jeremy Clarkson came out with a homophobic joke, you would think, fine, that makes sense. That's what you'd expect from him. James May, less so, but Richard Hammond always seemed... A bit more progressive, I don't know. Well, not even progressive, but just would be too frightened to say something to upset people. But do you think maybe he started to think, um, I'm not saying anything that really 
really means that I need to be on this show. Yeah, maybe. That maybe I'm expendable, and I need to I need to cement cement my place in the it's heart. Like place with Chris Evans. Mm. Yeah. The the audience. I haven't said anything horrific yet, so the audience haven't warmed to me. Yeah. I mean, you thought he's been doing it for God knows how many years Top Gear has been on. They're pretty much down with him being kind of the butt of the jokes. Mm. It's like when he did that tedious Top Gear Grand Tour episode where he turned up in the ridiculous car when the other two were pretending to be mature. He's not even good at pretending to be a bellend. He seems like a fundamentally somewhat inoffensive chap. Yeah. It would be like us going on there and doing fart jokes and... um, Whatever, sexist jokes. It would just be very false and very silly. What I have enjoyed about the whole fiasco, though, is um, all the uh, suggestive Twitter photos people have posted of them eating ice cream and then proclaiming their gayness. That was mildly amusing. Yeah. Bagging up photos of homophobic celebrities and saying, eating ice cream and then mocking them for being gay. Well, Mm. there was the photo of Richard Hammond standing in an ice cream van. Yes. Maybe he's playing the long game. Maybe that was all part of his um, slur. Or possibly he's coming out at a late age, in which case we should respect his privacy. Oh, no, wait. Um, oh, so you think pro- it was a really subtle hint? Well, cry uh, for help. I'm, I'm just saying, if he starts turning up touring the country in an ice cream van, it may not be because he's a secret paedophile. It may be because he's secretly repressed. Secret paedophile as well. Wasn't he in the BBC at the kind of the U-tree age, or is that a bit before his... No. Time? No, that's well... No. I don't know, I just kind why of assumed it, that... Why the, does it always you know, come everything. back to U-Tree with you, Daniel? He's trying to um, shift the focus. <laughs> <laughs> just because I've bought my own fleet of ice cream vans this week, it's got nothing to do with it. So, our conclusion for Bell End of the Week is just a Bell End, or a Bell End trying too hard, or secretly gay. Just a, just a really weird... I don't understand it. No. If, like, if he had said something that was an actual gay stereotype, you'd think... Oh, that's a shame. He's homophobic, but mm. he's homophobic and stupid, and that's yeah. what's that's what's the weirdest thing about it. It's just such like a he has so strange little concept thing to, yeah. of, of like what gay people are like. That yeah. he yeah. thinks that just that, that's and, and not a thing, mate. That's the real question is what trauma? What happened to him that made him think that eating ice cream was gay? Maybe he got fucked by a guy eating a Magnum. <laughs> I can well imagine with an ice cream or a Calippo or something would be quite unpleasant. But it would be okay because it would get better as as the act went on. <laughs> I suppose it depends melt. which end of the clip they started with. I mean, it would it would hurt at first, but by the end of it, it would be all right, and it would numb you as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, good. So it's not um, it's not that. Just saying, if you're going to bump a... somebody with something, don't use an ice cream because it's pointless. Yeah, just a very yeah. quick palate cleanser, so to speak. Nice bit of sorbet that. to... Uh... Yeah. Um, you, you can't bump somebody a, a with total... sorbet. <laughs> Tried. <laughs> a total of nearly 2,000 people submitted their self-assessment tax returns on Christmas Day. Wow. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? I mean, it, it kind of it reminds me a few years ago when I was uh, doing a job where I was on call over Christmas. Mm. And we had somebody ring up on Christmas Day afternoon because uh, they couldn't get into their email, their work email. And it was just like, seriously, mate, it's Christmas Day. I like, told him to fuck off. Do you really hate your family that much that you've just disappeared off in the afternoon to check your work email? Maybe he'd got them a wonderful gift, but he needed to access his email to uh, 
be able to give it to them or something. Yeah, no, I don't think it was that. Um, I, mean, I can imagine there are absolutely people in the world who like their families enough. Well, I mean, yes. But... Some people have got really awful families. Mm. Okay, so we've covered Bell End of the Week. Well, uh, hang on. I mean, that was my nomination. Do, do you not have any challenges? I, I concur with you. I mean, I think he's he's made an excellent case, and most of the other news this week has been people dying rather than being bellends. So the only one, the only person who has um, sort of been outwardly a bellend is Katie Hopkins, and I wouldn't dignify her with no. the time um, or, not or any of my attention. What, what she's being a bellend about? I really don't want to. No, I I, I just didn't look us. into that. No. Okay, so um, we've all agreed. Richard Hammond's bellend of the week. Hmm. Um, Adam, you would like to talk to us about flying whorehouses? Yes, um, uh, after a fashion. Um, Amazon have uh, filed a patent for uh, flying warehouses. Um, That's less exciting. Yeah, it is a bit. It's it's kind of easy to to misread when you're just glancing at the news. Um, If you're an idiot. Yeah. If you've got... have got a mind focusing on whorehouses. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, does anyone um, doubt that at some point Amazon will start doing prostitutes? Um, I mean, as long as they do like the one-hour delivery stuff, it's fine. Yeah. If it's like three, to, if it's like three to five business days, then that's no. It, it, it'll be prime now or something. Or as long as it, well, they'll go down the sex robots, won't they? And I don't yeah, think that uh, counts as prostitution. Yeah. yeah. Well, until they become self-aware. Well, there's a big moral question about that. I mean, that's basically what Westworld was about, yeah. if I understood it True. correctly. Yeah, it was about software sex robots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Amazon apparently want to put uh, blimps in the sky um, that will like carry loads of their stock. Blimps. blimps. Is it the 1920s? Yes. Fuck's and sakes. then um, it's because it's really cheap to keep a blimp flying for ages because you don't need to... Like have it. it doesn't need fuel to constantly stay in the air. It just needs a little bit to keep the uh, balloon inflated. You see, I'm I'm really in favour of this idea because it brings back something that I think the world has never really had and really should have done, and that is sky pirates. Oh, because, well, you see, yeah. You see, so the thing is, though, uh, obviously there won't be people working on these blimps because that would be uh, like dangerous and yep. uh, terribly paid. Well, what's going to so work in there? It's going to be drones. Fucking hell, you don't give robots the skies. So, basically, not only will they have, obviously, delivery drones, but there's nothing stopping them from putting a couple of predators up there as well, (laughs) just in case anybody gets any funny ideas about helping themselves to some Amazon merchandise. I mean, shouldn't Amazon be perfecting anti-gravity technology instead of looking at blimps? Otherwise, what are they for? That's not really their their forte, is it? They're an online retailer. They're not a scientific research institute. Well, they should be. I mean, Elon Musk isn't going to fucking do it, is he? Because he's, well, he's pissing about with going to space. And well, and he's going he's gonna to make some tunnels. And yeah, just make everything hover, for fuck's sake. Yeah, would be nice. This is reminding me that I have got Amazon Prime. Mm. And that's reminded me that uh, I saw a film last week, and very cruelly the podcast was shut, cut short before we could uh, talk about it. Yes, short. Yeah, we, we yeah. didn't. We did. Uh, we were very tight last week. Mm. Yeah. So I saw uh, the the only thing worth watching on Amazon Prime is Dead Snow Two, the sequel to Dead Snow, and uh, it's just it's just brilliant. It's just such a great film. 
So for, for the uninitiated, un, uninitiated um, so Dead Snow was the um, film about uh, like frozen Nazi zombies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and is Dead, Dead Snow Two more of the same? Is it like? Well, yeah. Iron I don't Sky? want to spoil it for anyone, but yes, it is about frozen Nazi zombies. Mm. Uh, but it's it's better than that because uh, there are also frozen. Uh, communists, soldiers of the uh, Red Army. Is it similar to Iron Sky? Um, I, don't I mean, know. that wasn't zombies. That's where Nazis have been hiding on the moon since the Second World War. Oh, I've yeah. seen that too. Yeah, I haven't seen that, and I really want to. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's they, the uh, thing they is, is turn a, the, they turn um, a black man white, and they have a weird, weird scientist like Einstein, don't they? Yeah. He's not Einstein, but he's sort of Wait, he's got a lab yeah. coat. Only because they couldn't uh, get the likeness rights. Yeah, yeah, it's a very particular genre, isn't it? Um, so, so is is Dead Snow a horror film, a comedy horror, or what? It's a comedy horror well, film. Would you like Chris and it's, to summarise it again for you, so you can make quite... your own judgment? Okay, go on, Chris. Summarise. It's great. It's 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 sort of uh, it's very knowing. It's got quite a lot of meta jokes in it. I mean, There's a joke where it? they say, "Oh, you've created a whole new genre," and uh, yeah, they have. When it was about zombies that are, are Nazis. That's what tipped me to it being a comedy. Well, I mean, that's well, not necessarily a, a giveaway. So, I, I did see another film I wanted epic, to watch, which was oh yeah, the film I wanted to watch, uh, but but my wife was too scared to was the boy. Uh, oh, that looks I, fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't believe I remember Graham being terrified one. by the advert. Oh god, I watched the trailer for it and I didn't sleep for a week. <laughs> so I'd like to watch that, but but my wife won't let me. Rightly so. Yeah. This is an what American if... Chinese psychological horror directed by William Brent Bell and written by Stacey Delay, film stars some people. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember you mentioning this. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's what I've done on Amazon Prime. I did go to the cinema and I saw Office Christmas Party, and it's really oh, bad. Oh, terrible! It looked awful, didn't it? It's got Jennifer Aniston in it, and it's got um, Jason Bateman in it. And oh, I wish he was good. Yeah, so do I. You sort of think you you just aren't cut out for this, are you? The only no. role you can play is just just a boring middle manager, and yeah. um, y- y- that's boring. It's just. You can't be a leading man, can you? Well, I don't know. Teen Wolf 2 was pretty great. I don't know. Before my time, mate, I'm a millennial. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like Jason Bateman, but I have to admit, yeah, I've never seen a movie in which he was the unquestioned sort of star and carried it and that. No, he did not Did not carry it. So Sorry, what, so, what was the summary of um, Nazi Zombies 2? It was great. It was brilliant. And I think it had a lot of messages for our time. So in okay. order to defeat a um, Nazi zombie army, which I think you could think, well, maybe that's sort of happening in America now with Trump. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to create a, a frozen zombie army of uh, communist soldiers. Oh, why communists? Why wouldn't you create well, them? Com- obviously, it was Russia that defeated the Nazis yeah. uh, in the Second World yeah. War. You've got oh, to yeah, you've got to resurrect a, a zombie uh, red army. Uh, so you've got a problem with that, which is that you know obviously a large part of of what helped Russia to uh, to overcome the Nazis and that was the the terrible Russian winter. 
But if you've if you've got like Nazi zombies that are already basically frozen, they're not going to be too fussed about the Russian winter, um, and they'll just merrily continue their their charge towards uh, Moscow. Okay, so if we attempt to apply this this parable to to modern times, what we need to do is somehow, I don't know, the the, the sort of Russian army at the moment appears to be on the side of the Nazi zombies. So I'm not quite sure this works. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the issue. That's, but they're not, they're not a zombie army, are they? They're the, the current army. Well, yeah, but the, the zombies are a metaphor here. Oh no. Would we have to kill all of our soldiers and make them come back as zombies? Okay. So, well, the metaphor, the, the metaphor is maybe for a, a resurrection of, uh, of the left wing politics. I mean, how actually left wing was Stalinist Russia? I don't know, but they 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 had a red flag. So fair enough. So um, on to more palatable subjects for the listeners than the detailed politics of nineteen forties Soviet Union. Uh, Graham, I understand you had norovirus recently. Uh, yeah. So my children and my wife did some uh, vomiting um, just before Christmas. Just. Mm as is their want and i woke and so my wife was uh out of commission all of christmas eve so i had to do all of the tidying the house and stuff because uh, she was chundering and then that night on the night before christmas uh, i woke up about two o'clock in the morning and you know when you feel that like in the slivery glands you can feel that uh, a puke is coming mm. and i start getting like adrenaline rushes and dry heaves and i thought no i am not having this and i went back to sleep Good man. Uh, and then I was fine, and I just thought, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not being sick on the night before Christmas. That is bullshit. So I, um, I just, I just willed it away. Basically, means that anyone who ever is sick is just very, very weak compared to me. At any rate, I'm Could very alpha now. In a dream? Could you have just no, dreamt that you woke up? No, I woke up several times thinking there's a puke. It's going to come, and just thinking, no. No, I will not allow this. I'm going to shut that shit down. And I did. I succeeded. I battled a norovirus with my sheer bloody mind in this, and I won. Well, yeah. well, well done. Thanks. No. I did loads of shitting, though, but that doesn't count. I was going to say, I think superior people clearly expel all the toxins in their body via shitting rather than via puking. Oh, I kept it all in. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Boxing day was a, was a write-off. Oh dear! Is I wasn't sick on the pod. Uh, no, I was. I was just out and about doing stuff, and I'd forgotten. And I mean, you know me. If I had a shitting disease, I would still do a podcast. That's true. That's true. We'd get extra sound effects as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe mm. if you're lucky. Yes. Um. Okay. Cool. So, Adam. By the time you listen to this podcast, everyone everyone famous will be dead, making us de facto the most famous people on the world. I don't entirely understand. Well, you completely fucked up speaking a very simple sentence there. So, <laughs> well, well, um, well, I'm trying to read, and you all know how hard I find that. Well, yeah, which is why you're just randomly spazzing your mouse out, selecting things while you do it. Um, what are you drinking, Dan? Because you should drink more of it. Um, I am drinking Paulana Hefeweizer Naturub. I'm sure. Uh, I, I think that might be a cosmetic. Sound, yeah, it does sound like a cosmetic. Yeah, I think that's um, like a, a massage oil. I think it's got meth in it. Definitely beer. 
Um, yeah, so as as uh, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, depending on exactly how many months it takes Dan to edit it, <laughs> basic, basically everybody that is famous will have died because, um, well, 2016 has really accelerated in terms of killing off as many people as possible before Sunday. I mean, shit got real this week, didn't it? It really did. Uh we lost a lot of people in the space of, like, four days. What surprised me was how much affection there was for George Michael. Because yeah. I didn't really have an opinion one way or the other. But people... He, I mean, he's, I like all the stuff about how generous he was that's come out. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. But people really liked the music. They thought he was a lovely man. And I was... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything against him. He, was, he seemed, seemed fine. But a sad, sad tale... Um, he did quite a lot more um, campaigning than people were aware of, though, because he didn't. Yeah. He didn't do it in the public eye. Yeah, no, he, um, yeah, he did it private. And and at the height at the height of Wham's fame, they were playing tribute concerts for um, the striking miners. They were playing benefit yeah. concerts, and it's something that that's never really talked about. That he was quite a supporter of um, of of the left wing and of workers' rights. Um, and of gay rights and of women's rights, and it's something that sort of got forgotten. Mm. Well, because it's not, it's not, it's very rarely considered kind of sexy news. Celebrity does quite nice thing and doesn't really want to take a lot of credit for it. Sounds like a bloody do-gooder. The the uh, the, the celebrity does horrendous thing and tries to pretend they didn't. The 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 thing that I I saw uh, Richard Osman tweeted that. When they did an episode of Deal or No Deal, there was a woman who was trying to win money to have IVF treatment. And the day that the episode was screened, uh, George Michael got in contact with the production company to say he wanted to give her the money she needed to have IVF treatment, um, but in secret, so no one knew it was him. And I sort of thought, well, that's nice. And then I sort of thought, well, that's a bit sad that George Michael was watching... Deal or No Deal. Yeah. And but what's... didn't he have something better to do? And then I thought, well, I watched Deal or No Deal. So... Why haven't you given 15 grand to some woman for IVF, then? Oh, because I yeah, think there are too point, many perhaps. children. Fair I'm, enough. I'm, 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 I'm against uh, I thought the most interesting thing of came out of that was the fact that the, the woman in question didn't actually know it was George Michael until that story came out next mm. week. Mm. Which is kind she of... She must have be... suspicions, though. You get, you get money through the post... And you, you think mm, it's probably George Michael. Well, yeah, this is maybe true. she thought it was Andrew Ridgely. Um, well, it is possible. Although it looks like he's a bit of a Brexiteer. Ah, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Why? How do you know? Uh, well, because he posted a bunch of tweets around the time of the referendum, like congratulations on the UK taking back its sovereignty and all this kind of stuff. Andrew no, Ridgely not- tweets. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he's just a very good loser. Who's Andrew Ridgely? The other man from oh, Wham. fucking hell, Dan. I don't know. I would say it's like podcasting with my dad, except my dad would probably know who he was. <laughs> I just thought he disappeared. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, most of the time, when you say disappeared, I mean, I, I assume you mean out of the public eye and not in a kind of police are searching for him kind of way. I think maybe maybe I should give Daniel the benefit of the doubt and that he was just being the, the voice of the millennials who wouldn't know who... Andrew Ridgely was. No, I, I 
genuinely haven't got a clue who Angela. Yeah, look, Chris, you've yeah. got to stop giving Dan the benefit of the doubt in these things. Yeah, <laughs> you really do. It's just not. It it never works out for anyone. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. is interesting that you you bring us on to the subject of Brexit because I found the top ten brands favoured by Leave voters and Remain voters. Would you like to try and guess what they are? This sounds like a fun quiz. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll get. Do so we you just do want leave... to guess random brands, or how are you going to do this? Uh, leave voters. I'll tell you what. Just, just pick, pick the, take the twenty brands and just give them to us at random, and we'll guess whether they're leave or remain. ITV News. That's got to be Brexit. Correct. Uh, The Health Lottery. What? The Health Lottery. Brexit. No, that's got to be Leave. That's got to be Leave? Yeah, it's got to be Leave. Leave is Brexit, yes. Yes. Yeah. Is it their favoured brands compared to other brands or is it the. Because I can't imagine the Health Lottery. My guess is they probably went through and asked, like, what's your favourite brand? And they went. Oh, I, t- I totally love the health lottery. It's fucking amazing. It's like it's it's not. I mean, it's it's pretty much like the worst possible name for a thing that anyone could have come up with. It's not like, ideal. Play the health lottery. Maybe you'll get the kidney you need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I have to be honest here. I've not read any of the words that That's accompany important. these these two top tens. I know. So, um, I can give you the the we link. Are very much, you no, Chris, we are very much against context as a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think we've we've had enough of experts that would yes. actually understand how these things were generated, right? So yeah. you've had two or three so far. Um, BBC iPlayer. That would be Remain. Correct. Yeah. Remain. yeah remain. Richmond sausages. Remain. remain. Oh wait, um, that's the shitty sausages, isn't it? Yeah, leave. I thought you meant like sausages made in Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> um, HP Source. Leave. Correct. Iceland Supermarket. <laughs> leave. Um, leave. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could just we could just rebrand this middle class and working class with exactly <laughs> well, the same. Well, no, because it doesn't work like that. So, so the leave the leave voters is things you would expect. I'll just go through it. Number one is HP Source. Hmm. I mean, I do Number- HP Source. Uh, I prefer daddies. Well, <laughs> I would like to hear that clip. And take that um, number two. I'm just is, sad you uh, didn't say daddy's sauce. That would have been even better. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not insane. <laughs> so number two is Bisto. Three. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. Three ITV News. Four the Health Lottery. Five Bird's Eye. Six Iceland, Captain Bird's Eye, or uh, the, the whole the whole thing. Uh, seven is Sky News. Mm-hmm. Eight is Cathedral City. Nine yeah, is yeah, PG yeah. Tips, and ten is Richmond Sausages. So imagine that being on anyone's favourite list of brands of anything. Richmond Sausages are sort of default sausages because there weren't any good ones mm. in the shop. So. That's what you ended up with. That cheddar's all right. I mean, I, I prefer, I mean, you know, small batch 
handcrafted artisanal cello, but um, I mean, as cheese goes, it's quite nice. Yeah, but favorite brand? I mean, I don't know. I couldn't say what my favorite brand was. I don't think. No, me either. Of of I I know it's Lidl. Lidl is my favorite brand. I uh, went to Lidl again the other day. Still no deluxe coffee. I've got two tubs in the fridge right now. Can you post me some, please? If I get if I get below uh, a tub, I start to get really really anxious. Itchy. Yeah, but, I'd like you to just put some in an envelope and post it to me. Uh, I don't want the tub. You got to be careful what you wish for, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's probably rules against posting coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've got to be really careful because there there's a post office here. I think I yeah. think the only thing that's saving you is that I wouldn't want to waste deluxe coleslaw. Hmm. Um, I don't know if, if I, I were to if, if I were to accidentally buy some budget coleslaw. Hmm. I might post that to you. Oh, that's a hate crime. <laughs> I have to. My, my favorite brand is probably Marks and Spencer's, which marks me out as literally the patient zero of the middle class. So, um, sorry about that. Apparently, um, apparently everyone loves Marks and Spencers. Um, they're not they're not on these top ten brands. I I don't know why. I don't know how they worked it out. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they I would see them on Leave and Remain side. Yeah, everyone loves them. I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think you could split that. What's interesting is the Remain voters, the top ten brands, are very young and trendy. They're not they're not really in the same league as uh, as the Leave ones. They're not actually. They don't actually sell things. So I'll go through it. It makes sense. So it's, it's BBC.co.uk, BBC mm. iPlayer, Instagram. How we like, like? Are we just splitting up the BBC into like each one of their websites here? Yeah, it seems I don't know. The BBC well, is no iPlayer is a separate brand. Is it? Isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. It's pink and it's pink. It's got a logo. That's a brand. Yeah. Um. So Instagram is number three. Oh, fuck off. London yeah. Underground. Really? Uh, I can't Spotify. imagine that would be anybody's favourite brand. Wow. Well, I mean, in my darkest hours, actually having a fondness for TFL, having attempted to get round London. Well, that's Stockholm Syndrome. Well, no, but their, their bus app actually integrates really well into Google. And generally, oh, you're, so, you're such a London dickhead now. I know, but it's it's actually surprisingly easy to navigate around, and I realised, yes... You're everything we stand against. I, so the problem is, Chris has gone through like three names and all of the Brexit things, and I instinctively despise the Remain people and can somewhat identify with the Brexit people. I like oh, because it. Because of their top brands. iPlayer yeah. is not a brand. It shouldn't be. It, well, it so. You're, you're going to get... You're going to get more annoyed the lower down this list you get. Fucking Instagram as well. Jesus. Yeah, Instagram, yeah. And there's Spotify, Airbnb, LinkedIn. Oh, no one likes LinkedIn. No, that's made up. No one (laughs) likes LinkedIn. Nobody likes LinkedIn. All I do is send you emails. There's not a single person in the world who would describe LinkedIn as one of their favourite brands. Well, uh, I stand by this survey. (laughs) So, Chris, somewhere in the world... Ruined on a desert island is a poor, unfortunate individual who for 20 years has not heard or, or seen of a human voice or, or seen another human. And one day, a, um, a swallow flew over his, his island, dropped a coconut onto his island. It cracked open, and inside was a little furled-up piece of parchment. And on it, it said, I would like to add you to my professional network on LinkedIn. 
That's how fucking pervasive LinkedIn is, and it's shit, and I hate it. Anyway. What Daniel has done there is narrated a comic. Yes, I have. I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I don't really know what LinkedIn is. What's, what's, what's LinkedIn? That's because you're not a professional, Chris. Yeah, it's I for... am a professional. It's well, you, then you, you can't be if you're not Facebook on LinkedIn. was even more intrusive and only to do with your job. It's like oh. Facebook if nobody ever looked at it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unless they want That's... In which case, they'd update their LinkedIn profile as a kind of procrastination in advance of actually filling in some job applications. I'm on LinkedIn because it seemed like a good idea when I was looking for jobs a while ago. Yeah, exactly. I haven't updated my thing ever since. No one ever voluntarily goes on LinkedIn. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I won't bother then. I wouldn't. So, so number eight, I'm very confused by. It's Virgin Trains. Fucking hell, they're absolute villains, aren't they? But Virgin Trains go to and from the north. I don't understand. Well, from the north, you they people can escape. I think they oh, yeah. go to the southwest. No, I don't think they do, do they? Do they? Uh, I've, so. I've they, seen they, one they, in Bournemouth. So I think they go down to Bournemouth, yeah. Oh, uh, they, yeah, they'll go down. And maybe then up to Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. Bristol. Um, num- number nine is Twitter, and number ten is EasyJet. Oh, that's oh, weird. It is. I would not expect EasyJet. No. Well, so it, I think that, I'm a Brexiter, Um because all of those Remain brands, or most of them, are shit. Would you like to know the... I, um, I have to say, I think at this point maybe we should identify, like, who did they actually interview for this? Yeah. Do you want me to read the article? Was it, like, kids hanging around the local bus station? <laughs> I don't think kids hanging around the local bus station like Virgin Trains. Well, nobody likes Virgin Trains. No. Not even, like, Richard Branson likes Virgin Trains. No. Uh, I, I think... Um, Oh, I don't know how they did it. I can't be bothered to read it all. But I think maybe they gave people a list and they say, do you like this or not? And then they looked at what they what they voted. I don't know. Maybe but they just looked at people's trolleys in the supermarket. Maybe. Hmm. Would you like to know the things that were pretty much split evenly between Leave and Remain voters? So people yes, liked them yes, the same. I I suppose. Everybody likes money-saving expert. The uh, NSPCC... TK Maxx and finally Marks and Spencers. Oh, oh we were right. Max. See, I would have thought Marks and Spencers would have been very much a Leave brand. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, I can see that it. it oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It reminds of a a good times gone by, doesn't it? Yeah. Where would you place uh, Waitrose? Oh, way up on the uh, Remain. That's yeah, t- definitely Remain. Yeah, top of the top of the list, I would have thought, which is weird. It is, yeah, it is weird. And I John think John Lewis right, and Waitrose but... should have been bang up there. Mm. This is a flawed, uh, flawed data set. Yeah, but I, I think you're exactly right, and I agree with you. But I don't understand why I think that. It doesn't really follow, does it? Mm. I call I call shenanigans. They do a lot of those ethnic foods, don't they? That might be it. Yeah, you have to remember, like the the, the Leave campaign or the Leave Leave supporters primarily are like the elderly, uh, the uh, those on like lower incomes, and the racist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
none of which are particularly Waitrose core demographic. I also think that Waitrose's core demographic understand that at some core level, being part of Waitrose's core demographic makes them a little bit of a bellend. Well, and I mean, how else would you get like your artisanal croissants if you can't get like if the EU is cut off from you uh, trade-wise? Mm. Yeah. I like Waitrose. They give me free coffee when I go in. They had to stop that because people were just going in for the free coffee. and um... yeah, like people like me. <laughs> yeah. No, they still do Bloody it in liggers. Mm. They do it on a store-by-store basis, and uh, in Bridport they let you have free coffee. they got a photo up behind the counter, do not serve this man. I'm, not, I'm going to be honest, and I would say that the driving this week is on a par with last week's. Yeah. What? In fairness, in fairness to Dan, I think I've I've been trying to sabotage him. Yeah, but a good driver wouldn't allow you to to do that. I think what's what's worse about this week is that Daniel is <laughs> Daniel is trying to get somewhere and failing. Last week, I had no interest in going anywhere. Yeah. I was deliberately subverting the role of driver, um, in an attempt to make the show more like Seinfeld. Yeah, which I think I, succeeded. I think it was uh, better. I think it was better, wasn't it? Just yeah. went on forever, and nothing ever happened. Yeah, well, I enjoyed it, and that's all that really matters, isn't it? Yeah. No, fuck you all. Um, I was amazing. That's literally what Daniel says at the end of lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you implied that I get to do lovemaking. Um... <laughs> but really, really, wasn't Stavrina great? Stav- Stavrina was was brilliant, wasn't she? She was much better than all of us. And she, she was, was she never was be allowed to return because she just uh, highlights our mediocrity. Yeah. So, uh, how come you know a random twenty four year old? She's our super fan. Oh, fantastic! How did she come she, to hear of us? Uh, who knows? How everyone does, just like through the uh, oh, David uh, from Birmingham, <laughs> the magic of the internet. <laughs> God. Like you know, we we uh, our podcast permeates the uh, the ether of the internet, and she occasionally the, uh, infects somebody. She was the payoff for having David from Birmingham on episode fifty. Uh, we right. got a new listener. Oh, we did very well, and arguably the best listener. Yes, except for Christian from Scotland, the Pooh Man. <laughs> the Pooh Man, yeah. <laughs> Pooh Man has not yet been on the podcast, so and he never will. No, we can't risk it. Mm. If he was better than us, then we're fucked. Yeah. Cool. So that's basically everyone, everyone, everything Everything that everyone wants to talk about. Man, I am drunk. Um, has anyone got any other business that they'd like to discuss? No. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, are we going to make some predictions for next year? Yes. Are we? Excellent. Okay. Um, do we want to do the same categories as last year or new categories? I'd like to hear you come up with some categories off the cuff. Fuck. Um. Well, that worked well. <laughs> Thirty seconds. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, da, da, da. Come on, Dan. Be witty. Okay, so let's not go for witty. Let's go for bleakly depressing. Which country is going to get overthrown by the far right first? Well, America. Has. Yeah, it's already happened. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah, Jan the twentieth. So we're looking at twenty twenty seventeen. You know, possible options. Well, technically, technically, Trump doesn't take office until twentieth of January. Yeah. Oh, it's already been overthrown by the far right. Get over it. Uh, yeah, that's true. 
Pick a, you know, pick a new country, okay. Yes. France, could be Germany, could be Italy, could I be... Think France, I think France... France, France is a shoo-in, isn't shout, it? I think, because mm. um, they've got elections coming up soon. I think they're the first... They've got... I think they're the first first general elections in the major European countries, because Italy's kind of a bit of a clusterfuck at the moment. Um, I don't know what's going on with them, but that's nothing new. Um, and Germany's sometime later this year. It's Is it Mar- May? I'm going to say May. Oh, it's later in the year, I think. Yeah. I thought the German elections were around around the Brexit notification time. Or was that the French elections and the German ones are later? Uh, French elections and the German ones. Okay. Sometime like that. Yeah, so French I think France. France is a good shout for that one. Um, okay. with, with, did, um, you, um, did you see that now um, every country in the EU, if it had an in-out referendum, would vote in, including the UK? There was a big survey out today. Well, yeah, so they've actually, taken a look at the clusterfuck that we've managed to create. Actually, we've well, been good for unity. Yes. We really have. Yeah. We've united everybody else in not wanting to be like us. Yeah. That's all anyone can really it's ask. It's our superpower. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, next prediction which British celebrity or politician is going to get caught doing naughty things with an animal this year? I think Ooh. that's old hat. I don't yeah. Know. Who, I mean, animals. Who does that? It's boring. Yeah. Um, All right, fine. Um, do, 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 do. Have you Googled prediction questions? <laughs> I don't no. think he, he, he. I don't think he had that idea. I think that would be. I really didn't have that idea. I'm going to do it now, though. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus, I'm floundering. I'm uh, eagerly awaiting the uh, the careful editing job that makes it look like Dan ran a flawless <laughs> podcast. There is no editing job in the world that will salvage this apart from me just cutting the thing off halfway through. Um, you, um, on, the rest of you would you like to know an unpatriotic uh, bet that I made over Christmas? Yes. yes. My uh, my sister in law uh, likes likes royalty and uh, and I don't. And we were talking about the Queen. Yeah, and she said that she thought she would live to a uh, hundred, and I oh, said, God, no. "No, she won't." She's so, not going to see in the new year. Yeah. Well, I've we've we've made a bet, and if she dies before she's a hundred, then then I win money. Um, and if she lives beyond that, then how, my, how much? How much is the bet? Well, it's 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 going to go downwards by a pound a year until at a hundred, it's sort of zero, and it's going to go up by a pound a year. So if she dies before her 91st birthday, I'm going to win £10. It sounds like quite a low-stakes game because yeah. she'll probably get close to 100 or die shortly afterwards. Yeah. yeah it's possible that she... It makes it fun, doesn't it? But then it, it should go up, shouldn't it? Well, what? When she gets to 100, yeah, then it starts going up the other way. So... I mean, if lives to 150, you're going to be fucked, which will be quite entertaining. Yeah. But, but I reckon I can cope with it because it doesn't grow exponentially. It's only by a pound... No. And I think if she goes beyond a hundred, I I think if she goes beyond a hundred, I will just give my sister-in-law a pound on the Queen's birthday every year. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I I would I would assume that if they were sensible, then they would have put in a a, of natural causes clause into the bet. Yeah, I mean, what happens if just stabs her straight up in the middle of the Queen's speech or something? Because I wouldn't put it past him. In order to win ten pounds, no, no. In order to that, Prince Charles is king. I think she should oh. really um, be paying you a lump sum now, and you should have to pay back a pound a year. 
Yeah, that seems sensible. Then there's much more um, of an incentive for you to for you to you know, force her hand. That'll feel more like I'm losing, won't it? Yeah. Mm. The psychology of it. We haven't done that, but I could suggest it. I could say, why don't you give me ten pounds now? Mm. Yeah, give it a try. We'll call it quits. Okay, mm. so next prediction, I've actually thought of one. Um, which country does Donald Trump actually invade first? I don't think he'll invade anywhere, just nuke him. Well, just nuke, they, him. nuke him into I the dark ages. he has the wherewithal to actually do that. Like, Donald Trump, I don't think he... I don't think he has the ability to comprehend anything outside of the context of a business deal, right? I don't I don't think he realizes that like running a country isn't like running a business. And I don't think he has any way of actually having that un- made understood to him. So I think that as far as he's concerned, like he has to treat all the other countries like they're just other companies. And like that means no like invasions or nuking. That just means that he's probably going to tr- try and launch a hostile takeover of like Iran. What do you think? Just by buying all of their shares, or maybe he'll um, start thinking that he'll get really good at diplomacy, and then start thinking that other companies are like countries, and he'll start invading them. Just like going in and saying, "I manage this company now." When you have the Marines and the U.S. Army in that, Daniel, did you know we have Marines as well? We do. Yeah, I learned about um, soldier men that go on boats. We we have Marines. Yes. So there you go. Why are they not? Is that that's the only thing that's different from being just army? Is it that they go on boats? Yeah. Well, but army could go on boats, couldn't they? Well, no, because they get seasick. Is that all oh, right? So it's all like the requirements they, for joining. Who is seasick and who isn't, and then yeah, they do a test, and if you get seasick, you go in the army, and if you don't, you go in the marines. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. How do, the army... how do they choose goes in the the uh, the flying army? Well, that's if you get airsick. Yeah, that's the ones that don't get airsick. Well, we've talked about this before, and um, the navy have got aeroplanes as well as um, the air force. Yeah, but that's for the people who don't get seasick or airsick. Adam has the right. Yeah, the, oh, this is all making a lot more yeah, sense than it should. And I bet the army have some boats. No, they can't be trusted. No. I bet the army have what, boats. In... They, they couldn't do, because everyone would just be constantly vomiting. Yeah. And I, I bet also the army have some aeroplanes. No, the Air Force have aeroplanes, Chris. It's in the name. Yeah. What do, the, um, what do the, um, the army men that stay on the land have that is their special toy? What? Tanks? Do they have tanks? Yeah. Yeah. Because they need something special, don't they? Because the, they've got, they got the, tanks and tanks and, and like uh, APCs and jeeps and like mounted machine guns and the artillery. Yeah. You know all the all the basic shooting people and blowing their stuff up kind of tools. Why don't any of them have plasma rifles? Uh, I think it's a cost thing. Yeah. Uh, Budget cuts. When, when they have like space um, armed forces, what are they going to be called? Air Force, Navy, Army, Marines. Uh, well, just it depends. A it, I think it, you know it depends very much on on which um, combat paradigm we choose for space. So if we go with the sort of you know two dimensional plane, uh, you know spaceships broadsiding each other, then obviously it'll be the Navy. Uh, yeah. If it's more kind of you know ship to ship fighter dogfighting, then it will be the Air Force. Um, and if it's mostly just like people uh, like duking out on on planets and moons, obviously the Army. So basically. Is it Star Wars, is it Battlestar Galactica, or is it Star Trek? 
Yeah, oh, pretty much. We, we fucked it. We've gone into nerd territory. Yes, yes. When Adam said battle paradigm, we were firmly into nerd territory. No, that was, that's a military term. Yeah, there's military nerdery as well. Um, I think there's nerdery in any in any field. Well, yes, like pretty much by not definition. In, um, not in... Um, there must be something. Nope. There like any, any field, you've got people who are like uh, insufferably into it and yeah. boring... Because I have a natural predisposition to being quite geeky about stuff. And so I'm quite geeky and nerdy about RuPaul's Drag Race. That's true. Because I've, I've watched... Uh, I didn't watch Series 1. That, it, it just, it's just too boring. But after that... No, you're not a purist. No, no. Series 1 is, is sort of like, a, like an origin story. It just... It's just all very, very low, low production values. But I, I sort of, I can tell you a lot about that show because I'm geeky about it. I've watched it occasionally. I found the people in it quite irritating. Mm. I think. Uh, how, I think how long did it take to get past that? Which which series did you watch? Uh, I, how would I know that? I don't know. What it was on Netflix. Oh, uh, they which. Um, Okay, who was who? Name name a drag queen. That was I can't. In it. It was, there was a there was um, a fat white man. Um, right. I don't know. There were some people in it. And uh, <laughs> moving swiftly onwards, um, our last thing to cover on last podcast of twenty sixteen is our New Year's resolutions for next year. Do good podcast in it. Okay. Just one. Uh, I'm, Just one I'm, to do. I'm setting my sights. Uh, very much uh, for you know achievable goals. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm not not resolving to do anything. Mm. Fair enough, Chris. Well, I I want to talk a little bit more about RuPaul's Drag Race. Really. Uh, um, well, I mean, it's an interesting resolution. So uh, you've already achieved it. Fantastic. Well done, Chris. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. That's not my New Year's resolution. Yeah. My New Year's resolution is um is to be uh to be less hateful. I think 2016, there was just too much hate, wasn't there? And and I was part of that with planning my my hate crime, um, and and all of my attempts to do do hateful things on Twitter. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that. Um, I'm just gonna be all about love and friendship and just top bants. I'd oh, like to like to. Officially end my feud with uh, the cold brew hipster. Oh, I won't go that far. I I can't. can't no, stand I think that. I think I have to, and I think I think a lot of the the hate I felt was really about about just feeling envious of all of his great great cool things and his cool. But we did. Lifestyle. We had some cold brew coffee, and uh, it was not very pleasant, wasn't it? I thought you liked it. I liked it when I had it at home, but I had made it at Chris's house, and it was disgusting. Well, it was the old, old bad coffee, wasn't it? Uh, so yeah, it's your fault. That was that was but my if fault. I'd it, if I'd done it at the cold brew hipster's house, it would have been great. Mm. Yeah. So, exactly. so that's that's what I think. My New Year's resolution is just to to stop the hate and uh, just just keep it to to good, honest bands. Can I uh, can I make that mine as well? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. You have stolen it from me, but because I've yeah, taken a vow... I was going to say, you're, to, you're all about love now, so you won't mind. 
yeah, I'm going to let you steal my idea. That's fine. No, you're going to share it with me. Uh, share mm. it. Yeah. yeah. Sharing do, is um, nice. love, you could do a love crime against a cold brew hipster. <laughs> oh, we we talked about that before. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that. That has a, a very different meaning to. Yeah. No, that's maybe you should just do a, a random act of love towards him. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> using him out from behind a hedge and just. <laughs> yeah. I think just uh, just agree not to. Not to try and do any more hate crimes. You should find out if he's got um, an Amazon or a Steam wish list and go and buy seven items from it. Why seven? Seven. Why not? <laughs> well, that's quite a lot, isn't it? They might be expensive. Was, so you're not all, you're not that much committed to the uh, love then, I see. Well, I mean, right. it depends how much they cost. Like, well, why and I wouldn't put a monetary no value on this. And what if? Have you been to Poundland recently? Because you're quite you're quite hypocritical. Uh, you're you're saying you're all about love, um, but re- but you won't spend actual cold cash. Which, think, let's face it, is going to be worth nothing by the end of the year. I think mm. I I would be prepared to um, spend money to make a gesture. Mm, no, However, nothing, nothing says I love you seven, like buying seven presents. Seven is quite a lot of presents, isn't it? Well, unless you love them. Well, they might be very expensive presents. I think cool hipster things quite often are, aren't they? Yeah. So I'm just, I, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure. Maybe if you should make him seven items. I'm from making parts them. Of your body. <laughs> yeah, I like, <laughs> I, I prefer this idea. Yeah. I could, oh, here's an idea, is I could, I could collect things that vaguely looked like coffee when they were ground up and post them to him. Um, but they Maybe weren't. You should uh, just. You go to his house. Yeah. Just, just say I love you. Well, no, I just, I just no longer hate you. Well, is that enough? Mm. I suppose you did hate him a lot, so a lot of love would just get you back to neutral, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to hear Daniel being more hateful next year. Fuck you. Oh, I don't right. like it. Now, have you ever been to Poundland? Yes. Yeah. What's the fine. unique selling point of Poundland? Everything costs ninety nine. No, it's a trap. Oh, it's a trap. I know. There well, is none. There's there's no unique selling point anymore because no. they sell stuff for not just a pound. Oh, thanks Brexit. Yeah. Two pounds, three pounds, five pounds, ten pounds. It's very confusing. What the fuck do they think they are? Well, I'm I sure. guess they figured they, that with the value of the pound plummeting, they had to diversify. I think they are Wilkinsons selling tap for more than a pound. Unbelievable. Yeah, terrible. We shouldn't stand for it. Right, so I haven't done your New Year's resolution yet, and mine is basically to do a single podcast without any technical difficulties. Um, it's do you include technical difficulties to encompass you not actually knowing what you're doing? No, that's that's far more fundamental. I, I, technical difficulties and or incompetence. Just ten. I think that was very mean, Adam. You were you were too mean then to Daniel. I you haven't made a New Year's resolution to not be mean to Daniel, so it's yeah. Fine. Well, no, surely Daniel is exempt from your resolution anyway, Chris. Why? Well, because it's Daniel, isn't it? I mean, that's true. He's the he's the. The fun guy you love to hate. That's his. That's his tagline. 
Uh, is it? I, I, should, I should probably get that. I will make one Tattoo exception to my <laughs> to my pledge my pledge of of being full of hope and love, and that's that. If the opportunity does arise to put Daniel in a bin, then uh, then I will try and put Daniel in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ask. <laughs> You're welcome to keep trying. Yeah. The other thing is, I would like to get in a bin myself in order to 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 um, scare my wife. That um, sounds a bit hateful. Are we talking like dustbin or like waste paper bin? Um, we've got a big um, a big bin right outside our door. A council bin. I think if I knew the time that she was coming home, I could uh, like a wheelie bin. I could get in it, um, and I could wait, and I'd hear when she was. Um, at the door, and then I could jump out, and it'd be funny. I can't see any way that that would go wrong. But what if she died? Why? Why would she die? Out of fear, heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's unlikely, and I think I think it would be worth the risk because the comic payoff is very high. <laughs> mm. I suppose, yeah. If you've done your risk assessment, who am I to question it? <laughs> Right, that's pretty much that for this week, I think. Well, you're in charge. I am in charge. Oh. I'm saying that's that for this week. So, um, okay, fair enough. For listening to the Two Star Podcast, um, I've been your drunk at the wheel driver, Daniel, and um, they've been Graham, Adam, and Chris. <laughs> <laughs>